Welcome to the Skillet Showboat, home of Finoki Fizz and the Funky Fritter. Scooby Dum. Dum 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 Dum. Scooby Dum. Scooby A big hello to all you mystery solvers out there, and welcome to Heavy Metal, a podcast about Scooby-Doo. I'm your host, Ethan Brundine, and each week, myself and a guest will take you through a mystery from somewhere in the vast history of the greatest cartoon of all time. My guest this week is Colin Ashley, one of the co-hosts of the Can I Kick It podcast, and the episode he selected for us to discuss is The Scooby-Doo Show, Season 1, Episode 3, The Gruesome Game of the Gator Ghoul. Cullen, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I, I've, I'm very glad to have you. You know, I've had Andy on, I've had Jesse on, yeah. now I've got a good old Cullen Ashley on, everyone's yep. favorite host please, of please. <laughs> <laughs> the the one that everybody loves, Colin Ashley. He's here. One day I'll get Emilio. I don't think that will be happening anytime soon, but I will collect them all one day. <laughs> um, Emilio, actually everyone's favorite, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Colin, thank you so much for being here. Um, why did you happen to pick this episode of um, We were talking about what episode I might pick. And I was like, in my head, I was like, it's gotta be something early or something from like the series that was airing, like as I was a child. Cause like, I for sure yeah. watched, uh, a bunch of like, we had like, uh, boomerang and all that when I was like a kid. So I would watch like all the old stuff and, uh, remember it a bunch of Scooby-Doo, um, of like the older like the the 70s and like 60s era and you were like this is probably like the the the, the series for the Scooby-Doo show and I was like okay yeah. and I was looking through and I saw that this episode had Scooby Dumb and in my head I was like <laughs> Scooby Dumb is one of the best I remember <laughs> loving and so I was like easy money we'll go Scooby Dumb uh, they're going to a swamp, which I feel like is a classic Scooby-Doo setting. And I was like, there's no way this episode's bad. <laughs> <laughs> and what did you think? It's not good. I, had, I did not like it. I, uh, I, it started off because I'd been watching some of the older ones. Um, the What's the like original series called? Uh, Scooby-Doo, where are you? Yeah, I was watching some of that um, recently and, like, having a great time. Like, the music's great, the yeah. theme song's great, and I was just like, this is so good. And I was excited to watch this. Started off, I hated the theme song. <laughs> I was like, the theme song <laughs> sucks so much. It's, like, not anything <laughs> that I want from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> and then uh, it, they're going, and I'm like, like, okay, this is, like, fun stuff. And I, like... I'm just, I, I know we'll go through the episode. I don't want to go through too much, but I'm just like, 
the second Scooby Doe shows up, I'm like, oh, this is like <laughs> terrible. <laughs> this is gonna be a problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like when you yeah. when you look at like uh, Scooby Doo, where are you? Right, it's like atmospheric and kind of you know chill and just mm-hmm. like just like a good time. Um, yeah, and then as the show goes on with these different iterations, it gets progressively dumber and dumber. <laughs> um, like this version is, is like kind of loses all of the, uh, the, I don't even know what you would call it. Like the, uh, the, the vibes and in, in, in yes. favor of just like, uh, stupid jokes that aren't funny. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's like, there's like, it is like the first, the, the original, the, the what's new are like, chill and like it's got that like funky soundtrack and like when they're walking around i'm like this is like such a great vibe for a kid yeah. show like this is what they all should be still and then there's yeah. I'm like oh my god i'm like pulling my hair out and everything <laughs> scooby dumb does <laughs> well thankfully he's not in all of yeah. it he's yeah I mean, not in every episode he's just oh yeah, yeah, yeah a couple sure. times. um but uh yeah this is their first time to give Scooby-Doo, who's already a sidekick, a sidekick, right? Like, yes. like eventually they replace Scooby-Dumb with Scrappy-Doo, which, you know, it's kind of a... Uh, Lateral move. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, exactly. It's just like, you know, <laughs> take your pick your poison there. <laughs> um, I do think that if, like, if the Scooby and Scrappy-Doo show was the Scooby-Doo and Scooby-Dumb show, it might oh. actually be worse. <laughs> like, Imagine if Scooby-Dumb Scooby was in the live-action movie. Yeah. <laughs> Rowan Atkinson was actually that was scooby Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a reason he's been forgotten, I think. <laughs> um, it's a good thing that they moved away from him um, as a concept. Yeah. Did you like his voice? No, it made me so upset. Because, <laughs> I mean, he's just like, he's introduced, where they're talking about him, and they're like, wow, does uh, does do know dumb? And I'm like, that's funny. Like, <laughs> the cadence of that is something I find funny. But then he's introduced, and he's like, dub, dub, dub. And I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> this is terrible. And then you get into more... Of just like the southern accents in the show, and oh someone God. says key wrecked at one point, and I'm like, what do they think? Like this is not how a human being talks. Like no one's like looks at the word correct and says key wrecked. <laughs> no people from Georgia do, of course. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. I mean, we might as well take a, a deep dive into this thing now. Um, before we go through the plot, something that I like to do is I like to sort of put us in a place in time of where the episode came out, right? For sure. So this episode premiered, uh, this is one of the first episodes of the Scooby-Doo show. So it premiered September 25th, 1976. And I've got some uh, newspaper headlines of things that were also going on in uh September of 76. So, The Muppet Show premieres its very first episode. Wow. You know, you have the two two sides of the same coin of uh or of 
children's entertainment you have yeah for sure muppet show and the scooby-doo show two shows that are equal in intelligence Mm -hmm. and um and uh, creatively creative writing with the humor and everything just just two paragons of family entertainment yeah i'm like i'm saying that this episode wasn't funny and it's because it's more witty you know you're not laughing at it you're like knowing (laughs) nods you get like the sort of satire that they're doing of the american south Right, right So many homages to yeah, yeah. Know, uh, to to Mark Twain and all of these different exactly. things. Yeah. It's it's very it's very erudite. Gooby uh, dumb on the Algonquin Round Table for <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know who the first guest of the Muppet Show was? Um, is it someone? Is it Steve Martin? It is not. It is Mia Farrow of all. People. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, something else that's fun is, um, you know, so this is September and the, the election is in November, right? So the, uh, the, the election's heating up and in the middle of running for re-election, Jimmy Carter does an interview with Playboy magazine in which he, uh, says that he lusts for women. My goodness. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just one of the most like i learned about this while researching it's just one of the most insane uh jimmy things carter. you could do <laughs> yeah. jimmy carter probably <laughs> loves this episode he's like i'm from georgia this is what i experience i lived in hokey finoki swamp <laughs> i love the finoki fizz we used to drink it yeah. all the time <laughs> um do you then lastly, Jerry Lee Lewis attempts to shoot some soda bottles, but instead shoots his bassist twice in the chest. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so lots of fun things are going on in the 1970s yeah. in the United States. <laughs> um, this episode, of course, being one of them. So this episode begins with the gang driving through the swamp at night classic classic start to an episode you know yeah starts out with a lot of promise well you know it starts out with a theme a song of... <laughs> so it was already at well, a depth yeah that's true <laughs> and then the swamp like i was like okay you know maybe it's just a theme song it was of the time <laughs> this will be like I'm, I'm back in the scooby vibes yeah 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 <laughs> um what uh what <laughs> what happens next is um we we're given the premise of the episode. Fred is explaining yes. it to Scooby. They are going to visit Ma and Pa Skillet. Yep. <laughs> who live in the middle of the swamp. They have a very successful restaurant on a showboat. Yes. As you do in the swamp. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have received a telegram from them saying that they are being haunted by the ghost of the gator ghoul yeah now does that feel like too many hats to you well you know the thing is and i'm sure you know every sort of hacky joke you can make about scooby-doo has been made and like even you've probably gone into it on the the show but when i was watching it i was like how at this point are they just like 
It's a costume. <laughs> we know it's a costume. <laughs> Every single time in the past, it's been someone in a costume. Uh, and then, well, well, yeah. You see, yeah, they I mean, show the it is it's like it's a ghost of like you know this. It's a ghost monster. of a gator ghoul. Yeah, it's yeah. a ghost of a <laughs> ghoul. Is, yeah, which I don't know how you get there. <laughs> there, the gator ghoul was a thing that existed. And then it died, and now this is its yeah. ghost that is haunting the swamp. If it wasn't the, if it wasn't a ghost, it'd be fine. If it was just a gator ghoul. It's like you know, the gator whatever. ghoul. Yeah, there there are dozens of them in a in Georgia. It's it's typical. I think at one point Daphne says he it's half man, half gator, and it's like, is it? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, I it's just. A, an alligator that walks on two legs and has glowing yellow eyes so yeah like and they um you know uh, yeah so they're driving through the swamp or whatever and uh they Fred about... gives a rundown of of the directions they're yes, supposed yeah. to turn right at an abandoned grist mill left at a cemetery and right at snake farm yeah i Which mean fun would be a funny bit yeah but when we've established that they're going to a very popular restaurant, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, why? I'm just baffled by the existence of the Ma and Pa Skillet restaurant in the middle of this swamp next to an abandoned grist mill, a cemetery, and a snake farm. Yeah, it's very, you know, they're famous for their Finoki Fizz soda. And, and their funky fritters. The super spicy funky fritters. <laughs> um, and then also <laughs> their dog <laughs> that is <laughs> named Scooby Dumb. Um, yeah. yeah and, but also you have to take a like a, a raft through the yeah. swamp to get there. Because <laughs> like... they're they're like uh the you know, the gator's light shines on them. And they're like, what's that light? And I think it's like Velma's like, it's just the moon like through the trees. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, you know, everything's yeah. got this yellow tint on it. And then they hit. Saving, uh, them, the, saving them the money of having to color in those. those exactly, uh, exactly. <laughs> making the ball yellow. <laughs> uh, they hit the raft <laughs> and uh, they start moving. And, you know, Shaggy's like, how are we moving if you hit the brakes? And they're like, oh, we're on like a pontoon or something. Like uh, we're on this yeah, little yeah. boat. Yeah. And it's getting you know, well, across. you know, they didn't they didn't have ways back then, so they didn't exactly, know yeah, that they would have to do this. <laughs> they got a telegram saying, "There's a gator ghoul, come help us." <laughs> they didn't even have printed out map quest back then. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, this is where uh, Velma tells Daphne that Scooby Dumb is Scooby Doo's cousin. Yeah, which presents an interesting question. I mean, which is, so many questions. <laughs> well, yes, yes. Question, they haven't seen each other since they were puppies. Um, but question numero uno, I think, is why are they both named Scooby? Yeah. <laughs> why isn't it stupid do and Scooby-Doo or something like that, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> the dog should be named Stupid Dumb, is your suggestion? <laughs> no. No, I'm saying that do is the oh, last Oh, I name. see. I see what you're saying. Yeah, Stupid do. Okay, yeah. It doesn't make any sense for them to both be named Scooby. It just... Yeah. Unless it's like an East Asian naming style where like the the surname comes first yeah. in, the, uh, in the way you say it. Which could be, I guess, you know, they are 
maybe they are uh, Japanese or something. Yeah, and they're like, you know, I, I said it, there's the line where she goes, just do no dumb, which is funny. Um, mm-hmm. And then they meet, and they do this crazy handshake. Yes. That turns into a dance. That goes on for like a minute straight. Yes. <laughs> it's the longest thing in the world. And he says, dumb, 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 when he's introduced. Yeah, at first you think he might be like a Pokemon, where he could just yeah, say yeah, his really. name. He, uh, God, Scooby-Doo, he was so mad. <laughs> the thought of Scooby-Doo and Scooby-Doo as puppies is cute, but like... Yes. They yes. just give Scooby-Doo this awful gray color. He's got this dumb fucking mm-hmm. hat. It's very ugly. <laughs> His eyes cross. It's yeah, his buck teeth. God, <laughs> like, it's like it's just so doing the most. Yeah, <laughs> there's something that comes up that we'll talk about that made me so mad, and I was like, I'm angry at this stupid show. Um, but yes, yeah. yeah, as soon as he's introduced, it, you're just like, oh, yeah. I'm okay. like, oh great, this, this is gonna be <laughs> another twenty minutes of this schmuck. <laughs> Um, so we get to the, the restaurant, which is on this idyllic riverboat, you know, in the, in the swamp as we've, as we've established, we meet Ma and Pa Skillet. Um, and, um, as you say, uh, Shaggy has established that they are known for their super spicy funky fritters, which are famous throughout all of Georgia, Mm -hmm. right? And obviously that hurts your tummy. So you have to wash it down. With Finoki Fizz, which is a direct competitor to Kuki Cola, which yeah. doesn't make any sense because it's a locally bottled soda, and Kuki Cola is obviously supposed to be the Coca Cola yeah. of this universe, right? Since so like you know, if if I don't even know, you know, it's like if yeah, you went to like, yeah, what is the comparison? What's like a local soda that is popular, like Moxie or something, or yeah, like Pure like Wine, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like like, it's it's even less than that I think because yeah. you can only get it at this one restaurant. It's like if you went to like, you're in like some small town or whatever, and they have like an old fashioned soda shop or whatever. Exactly, just like an old dude who has his own brew or something. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, if that was a direct competitor to Coca Cola, <laughs> I should say uh, the thought I had when they introduced Ma and Pa Skillet. Um, is Moscula is like a classic old lady cartoon drawing. Um, yes. And she looks exactly like, you know, the housekeeper in 101 Dalmatians and uh, mm-hmm. the old lady in Fox and the Hound. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> so, you know, rounded face, small glasses, <laughs> high hair. That you, you know what this person looks like. If you picture it, that is correct. Yes, yes, yes. Of course. Of course. Well, you know. I think they've done use this exact character model multiple times yes. on this uh, on this show so far. Um, God, I'm just thinking about Hokey Finoki and getting mad. I mean, Hokey Finoki <laughs> is like I, I I don't understand it. Like this is Georgia that they're in, and yes, they live yes, in the yes. swamp in Georgia, and it's Hokey uh-huh. Finoki swamp. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Finoki Fizz. Finoki Fizz, yeah. <laughs> And this, my favorite part is, um, is right here where, um, either Ma or Pa Skillet, 
God, what a ridiculous name. Yes. Either one of them um, says to the kids that the gator ghoul, since they showed up, all of the customers, no, they haven't had any customers. And it's yeah. like, yeah, I'm sure that's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure they all heard that there's a gator living in this swamp. Oh, what a surprise. There's a gator in the swamp. And that's why they don't want to come drive all the way out here for your stupid funky fritters and your and your finoki fizz soda it's like what the hell is what is your deal come on come on um but also apparently all of the employees have quit as well they're all super scared (laughs) um but uh, that i buy as like i'm working for these old idiots and they're dumb dog uh there's and there's a bipedal all, alligator yeah. out here this is like finally my excuse to get out of here yeah for real i'm gonna go but to cosmetology school like shit, so. <laughs> um do you remember when there was that pepsi max soda yeah. right and they had a version that had lime and their big marketing push was that it was the soda to drink when you eat spicy food I do not like remember. That's crazy. The lime <laughs> would 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 soothe your stomach, and you were supposed to like, and they would like package it with like hot Cheetos and stuff. Wow. <laughs> it, it, and it's like the thing I want least when I'm eating something spicy is like a Pepsi Cola. <laughs> like yeah, like a, a, <laughs> no, a aspartame filled Pepsi yeah, yeah. with artificial lime flavoring. Lots of bubbles. Yeah, yeah. Make my stomach feel real good. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, but... this is a real like uh, racket that they've got it set up where they're like, we're gonna make these <laughs> shitty fritters <laughs> that are way too hot, and the only way they can wash it down is the only liquid we have here because everything else around us is swamp water. So we're gonna give them our <laughs> bobo soda that we make that's just coke but worse. <laughs> um, something I find funny is that. Apparently, Scooby Dumb did not know that they were coming here to investigate the Gator Ghoul, <laughs> yeah. which is kind of sad. Like, he probably thought that his old cousin <laughs> Scooby Too wanted to come visit him. Yeah. <laughs> because they haven't seen each other since they were puppies. <laughs> but, <laughs> that, uh, I, I, that's depressing. <laughs> but no, they're just here because there's a Gator Ghoul, Scooby Dumb. You're, you're trapped here for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's okay because apparently Scooby Dumb has been training to become a detective. Yeah, I mean, jeez. <laughs> well, you know, Scooby Doo had to go through a lot of training to become a detective. He had, yeah, he had to, you know, pass the exam and and with flying colors, of course. Um, Scooby Dumb doesn't quite make the cut. He's still. Uh, he still has a way to go. A lot of studying to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, oh, man. So he does this thing whenever he wants to look for clues. <laughs> where he goes, dum, 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 dum. <laughs> and, and his little hat turns into like a, uh, like a Sherlock Holmes hat. And he gets a, a magnifying glass. And yeah, he looks for clues. That's the whole bit. Pretty funny, yeah, he's right? He's got a lot of hat business, and <laughs> he just says dumb all the time. 
He's got like <laughs> not even really a southern accent. It's just like a dumb yeah. accent. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like a cartoon voice of like when you're a kid and you go durr. Yeah, yeah. Like he's got a durr voice. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like looking for clues and the gator shows up, right? Yes, 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 yes. This is the part that finds a clue. Me, this made me so mad. <laughs> I don't know. So, like, he accidentally, like, uh, fins off the gator. He, like, turns on some machine and the gator runs away, right? Well, you forget. First, he finds a clue, which right, is right, right. a footprint. The footprint, and he picks he up the foot, yes. Beneath the gator cool's foot and calls everybody over, and they're like, wow, you found a clue. And then Shaggy's like, oh, there's a gator cool right here. <laughs> yes. Um, but go ahead. Yes, he, he but, so, yeah. accidentally fins off the monster. Yes, and then you see the light, uh, and Scooby like puffs his chest up and is like flexing, and Velma's like, "Oh, look at him! He's trying to be brave like Scooby Dumb." This made me so mad. Yeah, he's just doing Scooby like a Dumb's not brave. <laughs> he accidentally the net. He stumbled in to. You know, he bumped into something that scared he, the monster. He, he broke wasn't like, a very expensive soda machine. Yeah. That, he wasn't like, whoa, 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 stand back, everyone. I've deterred. got this. He was yeah, like, yeah. and bumped into it's, something. It made it's me so stolen valor. He is not brave. Velma was so quick to rat out Scooby, say that he yeah. was trying to be brave like Scooby Dumb. Which just, Pretending it, to be it, Tarzan. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because what's the no difference between Tarzan and Scooby Dub? Yeah, but, but that's, that's the Sco- thing. Also, he like yeah. he does something dumb. The hat flies in the air, spins around, yeah. his eyes cross, <laughs> and then they're like, "Wow, what a brave guy!" Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> what a. But, you know, Scooby-Doo is a coward, of course. So as yeah. soon as he sees a flashlight from down the hall, he hides in a uh, in a bucket um, from what we find out to be is the janitor. And yeah. um, <laughs> this part is so insane because the janitor pours his mop bucket, like his bucket of mop water, into yeah. the bucket, into the barrel that Scooby-Doo is in. And... Um, like basically waterboards him while he's in. Yeah, there. <laughs> they cut insane. like inside, and it's just like a bunch of water falling on him, uh, and yeah. then he jumps yeah. out. And we now meet a potential suspect whose name is Simon Stingy. Yeah, his name is Professor Red Herring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess he's the only one who wasn't scared away by this. Yeah, uh, this I've never seen cool. anyone who is not going to be the Scooby-Doo villain more than this guy. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, this guy whose name is like Mr. Evil, and <laughs> he, he hates the kids. It's like, yeah, he's just going to be an asshole. He's not going to be the monster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there's one other potential suspect, though, who absolutely 100% cannot be the Gator Ghoul. Yes. Because it's A, a woman, mm-hmm. and B, like a quiet, mild mannered woman. So yeah. she cannot be the Gator Ghoul at all. Mrs. Dovely. Um, yes, Mrs. Dovely, the bookkeeper. Yeah. And you want to talk about 
bad southern accents. Oh my goodness. Her voice is insane. It's like I I can't even parse what they were going for. Yeah. I don't know if maybe it was like Daphne's voice actor they like threw it on her at the last minute and was like, okay, do a Georgia accent. And yeah. Like, it, it really was terrible. It was like when you're watching, like, a, a shitty sitcom or something and they are, um, and, like, a character has to affect a a, a southern accent or, or fake accent or something and it, it's, like, comically bad or whatever. Yeah, it sounds yeah, like exactly. that. This is also it sounds like weird. an office joke. Yeah, this is when Pa Skillet says key wrecked. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm done at that point. I'm like, I should have gone with the other episode I had in mind. This was a mistake. <laughs> what, you don't say that? You don't say that all the yeah. time? You used to live in Texas. People say that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they decide to investigate further of course and they 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 break into simon stingy's cabin while he's not there um which i find kind of funny it's like you know they're not actually they're not like cops so they don't need a warrant or whatever they could just go yeah yes so. house and start rifling through his stuff because there's a possibility he might be a gator ghoul obviously that is uh they don't find anything in there except for a magazine titled Legend of the Swamp, which has a picture of the Gator Ghoul on it. Yeah. What do you think what do you think the the subscribers of the Legend of the Swamp magazine can look forward to in the pages of that magazine every month? What, you know, what uh, could that possibly be? Uh, interview with Jimmy Carter where he talks about lusting after women. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think this is like Swamp Man's, uh, you know, the, a centerfold of some like long like caiman or something like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also, this is never explained as to why no. there is a magazine with the yeah. cover of with a with the Gator Ghoul on the cover. It just is, is a red herring from Doctor Red Herring or whatever yeah. to, to throw you off the. Uh, off Legend the... of the Swamp is also like. That's not what a magazine would be called. Like that's one exactly. issue. You can't. Yeah, it's a comic book. Yeah. Like you can't. It'd be called like yeah. Yeah, exactly. It'd be called like Swamp Weekly. Yes. Yeah. It's like Swamp. Very fancy. funny. Stay tuned for the further adventures of Scooby Doo. We'll be back in a few moments. Uh, but that is actually our halfway point to the oh. the rip-roaring riotous plot of this episode yeah. so it's time for a fun little quiz cullen uh -oh. so this quiz is called scooby or not scooby and the way it works said each week i pick out some titles and some of them will be titles of scooby-doo episodes mm -hmm. and some of them will be titles of something else and the theme this week is, is it a Scooby-Doo episode or a Super Nintendo game? Wow. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Halloween. Wow. Uh, I'll go Super <laughs> Nintendo game. 
That is an episode of Scooby-Doo. Very I've cool. Got, <laughs> I've got synopses and, uh, for the episodes and the games. Okay, so this one is... Fred is convinced that he can't solve a mystery on Halloween because he was unable to solve the case of Baba Yaga when he was a kid, who has now returned. That's a pretty fun one. I like that episode. What era is that? That's very modern. That's a okay. Be Cool Scooby-Doo, so the most recent Cartoon Network show. Um, Ghoul Patrol. Okay. <laughs> I'll go. <laughs> Super Nintendo game. <laughs> That is a Super Nintendo game. The game stars okay, Zeke and Julie, the characters from Zombies Ate My Neighbors, who must travel through five worlds to save their town from a horror exhibit to come to life. Sounds good. Wow. Muscle yeah. Trouble. What was it? Sorry. Muscle. Muscle Trouble. Muscle Trouble. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, the first one was called Halloween. There is, like, never a chance that I thought <laughs> that was a... <laughs> so I will say that this one, Muscle Trouble. I'm trying to think even what the monster could be in Muscle Trouble. I get. I guess I'll get Super Nintendo game. On a trip to the beach, Shaggy accidentally shows up the local muscle man, Muscles Malone. To even the score, Muscles challenges him to a sailboat race to prove he's better. There's not a monster in that episode. It's just an episode of the Scooby okay. and Scrappy-Doo show, where Shaggy gets into a fight with a muscle man. Good, great. <laughs> <laughs> if you thought... We, that should be... When you come back, you should cover that one. I bet it, it is great. Yeah, muscle... <laughs> I already... Muscle patrol? <laughs> what was it called? Muscle trouble. Muscle trouble, yeah. <laughs> Rise of the robots. Hey, now... I feel like I've said <laughs> I've only guessed Super <laughs> Nintendo game and that strategy has not worked for me so far. But maybe this is the exception that proves the rule and I'll go Super Nintendo game. This is a Super Nintendo game. Let's go. So we'll get a load of this premise for you. Here you go. In the year 2043, Electrocorp is the world's largest megacorporation, leading the world in many technological and scientific fields, including medical research, and is breaking more barriers than ever before. Also, since human society is now almost entirely governed by robot servants and automatons, demands placed on Electrocorp as the world's leading manufacturer and developer of advanced robotics eventually outstrip the company's ability to run its operations efficiently so there you go <laughs> I, I don't know what you do in the game apparently it's about running a, a robot factory efficiently <laughs> but sounds good for sure protein titans 2 okay yeah okay <laughs> um i mean wow this really <laughs> if i say scooby-doo and i'm wrong i want to seem like a real scooby-dove 
but I think I will go Scooby Doo. Scooby Dooby. Yeah. Here, hold on. Let me go. <laughs> dumb, 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 dumb. All right. I think I'm going Scooby Doo episode. You are correct. This is another Be Cool episode. An algorithm Velma and her friend Zara created that simulates taste and smell is wanted for the video game Protein Titans 2. As a result, she gets an offer to work at Brainsploitation Games for $10 million, where video game monster comes to life, the Ghost Chef. Wow. I, when I don't remember being very good. <laughs> so wait, what, what, what year are these Be Cools airing? Those two are both from like 2015. So, wow. Yeah. 3D Struction. Three destruction. Okay, I feel like three destruction. Three destruction. Did Super Nintendo have games in three D? This is I do not know at all. Um, I'll go. Three hmm. destruction. <laughs> I'll go I'll go Scooby Doo again. <laughs> yes. Daphne's uncle sends the gang to Costa Rica for the opening of a museum exhibit on dinosaurs. When they meet archaeologist Melbourne O'Reilly, he reveals the legend of a dinosaur spirit. So when the gang watch a dino film in the museum's theater, the dinosaur in the film jumps out of the screen and into the audience. It's up to the gang to figure out who's really behind this devastating dinosaur disaster. What era is that one? That one is from What's New Scooby Doo, so the one that was airing when you were a kid. Okay. What are the? Did you? Did you? If you don't have this, you don't have to like you know talk it. Uh, what is the uh, the the song for the chase? Oh, I don't know, but probably a good one. Probably some kind of pop punk. Yeah. Uh, masterpiece. Um. Okay, we got four left. Four. Okay. Porky Pig's Haunted Holiday. Okay, wow. Okay, wow, 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 wow. Would they have made a standalone <laughs> Porky Pig game? I'll go Porky Pig's Haunted Holiday? Yes. Okay, I'll go Super Nintendo game. That is a Super Nintendo game. Jesus. Porky Pig's Haunted Holiday is a side-scrolling platform game where the main character, Porky Pig, can move left, right, and jump. Also, the main character can swing in chains, climb, enter doorways, and ride bubbles under the water. That's what I've got for you. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't know why his holiday is haunted, but uh, there you go. <laughs> okay, three left. Scooby-Doo mystery. Okay, okay. Uh, interesting, interesting. <laughs> I keep thinking, like, there's no way they have an episode that that is the title of that is that simple. But the first one was just <laughs> Halloween. Um, I'll go, I'll go Scooby-Doo episode. 
The player controls Shaggy Rogers, who is followed by Scooby-Doo. Each of the gang's four levels starts with a cutscene of the mystery machine driving along with the character setting up the next mystery. The object of the game is to find clues to solve each of the four mysteries in the game. I can't believe Shaggy's last name is Rogers. Yeah, of course. Okay, two left. Are you ready? Uh, yeah, as I'll ever be. Scooby's House of Mystery. Okay, alright, great. <laughs> uh, um, wow. Scooby's... I, this is the thing, I don't know anything about video games, so I'm like, how long did the Super Nintendo run? How many Scooby-Doo games could they have made for it? I'll go... Ugh. Considering that it was just Scoobies and not Scooby-Doo's, I'll go Scooby-Doo episode. That is correct. The gang, the guys pass by Madam Olga's house of mystery and wander on in, where they encounter the Madam herself, who has plenty of snips and snails, but no puppy dog tails. Uh-oh. Yet. Last one. Alright. Scooby saves the world. Okay, <laughs> Now, do I break my own rule that I just set up? That if it were a video game, they would use Scooby-Doo and not just Scooby. You know, I started out with Super Nintendo game. I'll end strong, I hope, with Super Nintendo game. This is an episode of the of Scooby and Scrappy-Doo show. The guys are working as space shuttle cleaners and accidentally set the ship off, blasting into outer space where they encounter an alien planning to take over the Earth. That's just honestly classic Scoob and Scrap. Yeah, that's 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 what you want out of the Scooby-Doo episode, right? It's for Scooby-Doo to save the world from an alien in outer space. That's what he's that's what he's known for. Yeah. And now, back to more exciting adventures of Scooby-Doo. Uh, the gruesome game of the Gator Ghoul, huh? Uh, back What's on the riverboat. They don't play a game. Like, there's not, like, <laughs> he's not Jigsaw. He just, or, it, it, it just scares them. <laughs> like, this that's one a is game. such a weird, because I was thinking about it, like, <laughs> Maybe I'm delusional. I feel like really <laughs> in it. <laughs> I feel like they sort of just, you know, they just do the same thing three times with the gator where they get chased by it. You're right. Are you ready for it to happen again? Because yeah, let's back up on the riverboat, and they've got to run away. Um, Scooby and Shaggy get stuck on the paddle wheel, you know, running yeah. in place. Very. Very hilarious, very fun, very good. Um, <laughs> but uh, Scooby Dumb, however, is in the basement mm -hmm. and falls through a hole in the floor. Yeah, this is. I, I took a lot of issue with this as well. I know, like, there's a suspension of disbelief. It's a cartoon, it's for children. Mm -hmm. But he falls on mm -hmm. four springs, <laughs> bounces out. Yeah, they, they perfectly line up with his paws. Yeah. <laughs> You know, this is his bravery coming back into uh, back into effect. And he bounces out and then lands, like, under a costume and gets the gator costume on himself. Yes, he lands in a headless alligator outfit. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. 
as it would be in the cargo hold of this riverboat restaurant. Um, yeah, the show. He yeah, he continues bouncing, of course. Yes, um, yeah. Because, you know, when you got springs on your feet, you can't stop. And once again, he scares away the gruesome gator ghoul ghost. Yeah. <laughs> uh, once again, very brave. Uh, Scooby Dunn, braver than our troops. Just an absolute hero. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, now we've got a confusing situation on our hands in that there's a gator, but there's also an empty alligator suit. And they check out this suit, and it's got a tag on it that says Property of Beauregard Film Productions. Yeah. And they're like, wait a minute, that was the <laughs> there, studio yeah. that filmed that movie here. Yeah, that movie about a gator that walks on two legs. <laughs> My favorite part... <laughs> is Daphne goes like they're like it makes a noise like it makes the same noise as the as the gator ghoul right yeah yeah and there's like a motor a, in it yeah yeah it's got a motor and a speaker in there and then Daphne asks is it possible that the gator ghoul is also a mechanical and Fred goes no way <laughs> yeah but the way he says it he's like no way it's so weird yeah like Daphne you stupid girl why would you suggest yeah. such a foolish thing <laughs> Yeah, it's like, what do you mean? Like, okay, Every Fred. single time we've had a monster, it's been a costume. Why would this one be one also? No, this one is an actual gator ghoul. There just happens to also be a, uh identical empty huh. suit that it was used for a movie that happened to feature a gator that made the same noise as the gator that we know and love. Yeah. That's the only explanation. <laughs> The no way is so jarring. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. Where it's like, what are you talking about? You're the leader, bro. <laughs> like, uh... Daphne, leave this to the professionals, okay? Gosh. Yeah. Go back yeah, to not having any lines. Yeah. <laughs> um. So they decide to investigate because apparently the um like the trailer where the movie crew like met is still there for some reason so they go to investigate where the 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 movie was shot and they find a note written on um on kooky cola stationery yes yeah and the note says set up director's meeting for final decision on gator matter just um classic correspondence you know Every yeah. every uh, major company has to send someone a note that says, uh, you know, we got to discuss the the Gator matter at some yeah. point there in the course of their career. Like that's just that's just par for the course, you know. Whenever yeah. you go to business school, they tell you get ready for whenever you have to tackle your Gator matter. Yeah, this is all Do like you know what this is, by the way. A business jargon is there went an over explanation? my head. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh yeah, like try to keep try to keep up, Colin. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really make any sense now that I think no. about it. Why this is there? Like it doesn't tie into the end. I don't think. Um, Look, I don't want to just be here to make fun of uh, the episode of the Scooby Doo show. But this plot holds water like a colander. There is you're right. Nothing yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think this one's actually tied as a drum. 
Fucking uh, yeah, yeah. This is this is like this is like Hitchcock level of of everything is <laughs> yeah, in its place yeah. where it should be. <laughs> Um, speaking of which they find a clue again and i have written down the lines that are read verbatim here because they are so impossibly funny um velma says look someone tore some some pink paper into tiny shreds (laughs) and then daphne says yeah and the only time anyone tears paper into chunks that small, it's when they, it's something they want to hide. Yeah. There's also, <laughs> I was looking at the uh, Scoobypedia entry for this episode, uh-huh. and one of the animation mistakes <laughs> uh, was when Velma discovered the torn up pieces of paper, they were pretty small. But when they, put, they were put together, some of the pieces were much bigger, which is like... <laughs> <laughs> made me so sad to think of the person who added that. <laughs> like, wait a minute, this can't be the same piece of paper. Look how big those chunks are now. <laughs> there are lots of very diligent, um, yes, yeah, diligent wiki warriors on the Scooby Pedia. <laughs> the wiki really, warriors for keeping sure. an eye out. <laughs> Someone has They're to do it. I'm using it, so I'm thankful yeah. to them. They're holding the animator's nose to the fire, you know. Someone has to hold them accountable. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, gosh, just... If this was really something that they wanted to hide, why wouldn't they, I don't know, throw it into the swamp? Uh, yeah, uh, burn it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Literally so many options. Or just throw it in a trash can instead yeah, of yeah. tearing it up into tiny pieces and leaving it on the floor. Yeah, well, yeah. it's like rip, rip, rip. No one can read this. That'll it's do all it. torn apart. No one will ever find it. Yeah. We'll just leave it in this pile <laughs> they on the put, ground. <laughs> they put it together. They put it together and there are some gaps missing and they try to read it and Daphne's like, well, this is insane. You'd have to speak Greek to be able to understand what this says. And it's like, um, okay. (laughs) Or, as Fred points out, you could just find the other missing pieces. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But while they have have been investigating this, um, Shaggy and Scooby and Scooby Dumb... Uh, have gone back to the restaurant to prepare themselves their very own funky fritters. Yes. Now, did you enjoy this scene, Colin? So, here's the thing with these Scooby-Doo episodes. I've been watching a few of them, as I talked about earlier, and they're like, mm-hmm. what, 20 minutes long? They're so densely packed. I like looked away for <laughs> 30 seconds and I was like, why is Shaggy covered in flour? Why is there <laughs> sticky batter all over the place? And I was like, what? how could I have missed this much? Like, <laughs> in my blink. So I did have to go back. And at that point, it was, like, not even, like, registering. I was just like, okay, like, they're in the kitchen. They're eating a bunch of fritters. <laughs> yeah, they make their own fritters. They, like have to make the concoction in like a cauldron basically yeah and they basically apparently the recipe for spicy fritters is just a lot of every spicy ingredient on the planet um, yeah mixed into a bowl and then you take the batter and you put it through this insane machine that they like 
pumps them out into fritters, I guess. And and Shaggy even says, wow, Ma Skillet really knows what she's doing, knows how to cook or whatever. And it's like, no, she doesn't. The machine did everything. (laughs) She doesn't do anything. (laughs) She also has employees that do this for her. Yeah. (laughs) What is this? Um, Yeah, the fritters sound disgusting. They make the boys' tummies hurt, obviously. Yeah. And then um, Shaggy's moaning like a ghost, which draws the others back but before they do they're like this is so funny Ugh. Velma's like you know we gotta well we gotta find the other pieces of paper and then literally immediately without missing a beat Daphne's like here they are yes <laughs> yes it's very funny <laughs> and then Fred goes great then I've got a plan to capture this ghost let's go <laughs> yeah <laughs> they reunite with Shaggy and Scooby but um the uh the fritter batter is all over the floor and yeah. Shaggy's feet are stuck in it, right? Yeah. And um this immediately gives Fred a new plan. He completely scraps his other plan that we learned about less than ten seconds ago that now that we didn't get to know or see anything of. Now he's got a new plan. I just don't understand why they uh, why they had to mention that. Like why didn't they go, Okay, then let's go meet up with Shaggy and Scooby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> they just need to like it's, reestablish how alpha Fred is, yeah, and that yeah, he's like exactly. always got a plan. He always is telling everyone like that they're wrong and he's right. Yeah, <laughs> his <laughs> his plan is to cover the boys in flour. Yeah, so they don't stick because in they won't stick to the batter, and then they're going to go. Trick the go- ghoul into thinking they're ghosts. Yes. He will chase them through the kitchen and get stuck on the batter. Okay? Okay. Great. They go out onto the deck of the ship. They make some ridiculous noises. Yes. <laughs> it's like borderline nana nana boo boo stuff. <laughs> like, For sure. It's insane. <laughs> The, the gator ghoul chases them, of course, and uh, <laughs> and then they're running across the batter. Shaggy trips, and Velma is not happy about this. Yeah, she goes, "Dumb, dumb, dumb!" <laughs> like yes, it it's like, very is, strange. <laughs> is Scooby dumb talking here? <laughs> like she's livid with him for falling <laughs> into this batter. Yeah, it's an. Fred, like, bullied this, like, weird hippie into covering himself with flour and running across sticky batter. And he, like, tripped on a riverboat that is, like, moving, maybe, as they're running uh-huh. away from yeah. what they think is a monster. Like, him falling down yes. could be the least of your concerns. <laughs> You'd be like, hey, idiot, like, walk much? <laughs> <laughs> but what my favorite part is that it still works anyway. Yeah, <laughs> like, everything went according to plan. <laughs> he just gets up and, and steps off the batter. The greater ghoul hops on the batter, gets stuck. Like everything worked exactly the way it was supposed to. Velma was just unnecessarily <laughs> harsh to her, who's someone who's supposed to be her friend. It's yeah. like. What the heck, dude? I don't get the sense that yeah. any of them like each other in this episode. No. Like, Scooby and Shaggy, there's the sort of built-in 
connection there of like their yeah. you know, friends, but like everyone is like Scooby Dumb's braver than Scooby Doo. He's better than you. <laughs> Daphne's like, oh, I think this motor that's in this costume is something. And Fred's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Daphne's just like. Okay, come on. You you dragged me all the way out here to this swamp. Yeah, I just yeah. wanted to, you know, maybe have the opportunity to sleep with you tonight by yeah. pretending to care about your stupid mysteries. And then you're going to tell me that I'm a moron and to shut up when I was correct the entire time? Yeah, Fuck he you, never Fred. He never apologizes <laughs> for, like, of course not. embarrassing of course her. Not. And then he gaslights her into, th- into, into you know, revealing the, the monster and saying that he, you know, knew it the whole time. Or that is also an insane moment where they're like, where Jackie's like, you know, just tell us. Like, <laughs> we don't need all this, like, you know, hullabaloo it's, around it. Just let us know. So, and she's like, nah, not yet. So, it's such it's a weird, so like, funny. meta moment. <laughs> Because it's true, you know. Yeah, like, it's like, why do we you, have to do this? You don't even tell us how you found the clues. You can just, uh, like, pull the mask off. And film's like, not yet. Let us talk. (laughs) You idiot. (laughs) This is our moment. You got to eat the fritters. This is what we do. (laughs) Yeah, there is the quote on the wiki wiki where he says, Why does it always have to be a secret? You know who the gator ghoul is. Then why all the hush-hush? And it's like, fair point, Shaggy. Yeah, for sure. For sure. (laughs) What, uh... What happens is the the, the shock of the complete I reveal who the it complete is. piece of paper says that it is a notice of termination to Alice Dovely from the Kooky Cola Company. But that My can't be has the floor. Yeah, yeah, because she's a woman and a nice lady. Yeah, so she I can't was, be a, a gator girl. I was positive some mistake had to be made in the writing. I like refresh my apple tv to make sure i was on the right episode <laughs> there's no way that alice dovely whose name like almost sounds like lovely if you picked up on that i don't know if that's yeah, like yeah, hidden yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a clue that scooby Dumb <laughs> couldn't even find uh and she turns out to be the villain of the piece i just don't understand it i do not understand it it's not possible yeah um <laughs> But it is possible, Colin. It is Alice Dudley. And, um, you know, Fred takes off the mask and and Shaggy says, it takes all kinds. To which Daphne says, yeah, even a gator ghoulis. Yes. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I'm, I'm on Fred's team at that point. I'm like, Daphne. Shaggy. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Let the professionals handle the unmasking. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> apparently she used flashlights for the eyes i don't yeah. know why she needed to i guess to make it seem more ghoulish um yeah. as a ghoulass you need to make it feel more ghoulish but um do you, could, would you like to explain if you can her motivation well it's Colin? money right she's like able she's like next in line uh to get she the business, found, she was like trying to convince them. She found out that the Kooky Cola Company wanted to buy the Finoki Fizz formula. Yes, right? right. They fired her, so her backup plan was to dress up like a, to to get in good with these people, right? She become she becomes their bookkeeper. 
She tricks them into thinking that she is like a second daughter to them. Then, she dresses up like a gator ghoul. She ruins their business, makes them go bankrupt. Then they will, for some reason, give the formula to her, which she can then use to sell back to the Kooky Cola Company for a very high profit. Obviously. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. It's what, it's what anyone would do. A tale of the what anyone would do. Um, <laughs> and she doesn't say meddling kids. Uh, she does not. She does not. She call him pesky or something? I don't know. I don't remember. There was a line. Um, I, I try to write most of it down. Uh, but I... Um, and I couldn't find it on like the quotes page on the wiki. Where, well, there are only two quotes, and there are two yeah, bangers yeah. of some quotes. Well, yeah, the other one we didn't say. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly, it's, the black mysterious night has become a yellow mysterious night. Like, uh, just another great point from Shaggy Rogers. Um, and another great classic quote. I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually was gonna get that one tattooed on my arm. Yeah. But just so many other people have done it that it would just look kind of you know tacky and cliche. Yeah, yeah. The um. But the the um the line that Daphne says, I like try to write most of it down, but it like <laughs> with everything in this episode, it was just leaving my brain as it was entering. <laughs> uh, where uh, Daphne goes, Shaggy's hang up for far out food, fouled up or plan like, yeah, and like even the voice actor could not like say it because it's just so obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, it was really uh, really funny. I thought. <laughs> um. <laughs> We have one last hilarious bit before the end of the episode. They start eating the fritters again, and Scooby-Doo eats Shaggy's shoes. Yes. And no one seems concerned that he swallowed these leather shoes. Yeah, his sneakers. (laughs) Yeah, his sneakers, which are clearly loafers. Yeah, they're (laughs) Oxford loafers. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, everyone just laughs and laughs at old Scooby-Doo. And then we get one last little uh, little connection between Scooby-Doo and Scooby-Dum. Yeah. Just, just to, yeah, just to leave them laughing. As I know it left an impression on you, you'll always remember Scooby-Dum's little dum-dum-dum. Yeah, I, 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 I unfortunately always. will not be able to forget that aspect of it. So, before we get into Jinkies or Stinkies, Cullen, do you have any any other thoughts you want to share about this episode? Um, I'm trying to think if there is anything else that we didn't cover. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I think it's just like, it is sort of a classic Scooby-Doo, you know, obviously they follow their format well. Um, right, but they really just like did not. Uh, <laughs> they followed the formula, but all the... <laughs> there's nothing good in this episode. There's all like... of the components were bad. Yes, yeah, <laughs> they just like... fit into the into the structure properly. Yeah, they uh, <laughs> they followed the recipe exactly, but all the ingredients were wrong. And it's like I recognize what this is, but it tastes terrible. <laughs> 
Well, well, we will rank it on our tier list, but first we have to play one last game. This is called Jinkies or Stinkies. Okay. And the way it works, Cullen, is each week I collect six stories or facts relating to a topic explored in the episode. Okay. Some of those will be true stories, which are jinkies. Some of them will be stories that I made up, which are stinkies. Okay. Now, you might think I might have looked up crazy alligator stories for this. However, there are surprisingly a lot of episodes of Scooby-Doo with alligators in them. And yeah. I wanted to perhaps save that for one without other things going on. So instead, I looked up crazy soda stories Okay, okay. in honor of Finoki Frizz and Kooky Cola, our two favorite sodas, the yeah. biggest competitors in the Soda Wars. So, here it's we go. It's that classic thing of when you're at a restaurant and you're like, can I have a Kooky Cola? And they're like, is Finoki Frizz okay? <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. Like, I guess. Like, I mean, no, I'm yeah, not yeah. ordering spicy food, but sure, fine. Yeah. <laughs> in 2017... Pepsi released an ill-fated commercial in which Kendall Jenner repairs relations between the police and a group of non-specific ethnically diverse protesters by giving a single police officer a Pepsi. The resulting outrage was disastrous for the company, causing meltdowns on Twitter and relentless mockery of Kendall Jenner. But did you know that they originally planned to solve this problem by recording another commercial? Reportedly, an ad executive suggested that they get Kendall Jenner back for another ad in which she tearfully apologizes to the camera for misrepresenting police brutality. And then Keisha Brown, a woman who had gained notoriety for her on-the-ground coverage of the Baltimore riots, would sit down next to Kendall, offer her comfort, and then they would share a Pepsi. The pitch was rejected. Did I make that up, or is that true? I feel like, because I 100% remember this, and I feel like there was talk of, like, the way they're going to fix it is to do another commercial with her. (laughs) But the specifics of it, I don't remember. So I'll say stinky. You are correct. You are correct. I did make up the second part. Um, Okay, okay. (laughs) I rewatched the commercial before this episode, by the way. It is insane to this Have you seen the Saturday Night Live sketch about it? (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. And yes. A of course. One, yeah. Of course. Mountain Dew has had dozens of different gimmick flavors, many of which are bad, but none as universally disliked as the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Dew, which was released in a limited run to coincide with the 30th anniversary of Ghostbusters. The marshmallowy flavored soda was released only in 7-Elevens in major metropolitan areas and came in a bottle shaped like the iconic Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. Online journalist Matt Burning, who reviewed the soda for MASH.com, wrote that it had a sickeningly sweet flavor that tasted like a combination of children's cold medicine, s'more-flavored Pop-Tarts, and the feeling in your throat after you vomited. Um... So, I'm trying to think when Ghostbusters came out for a 30-year anniversary. I'm going to say Stinky again. You are correct. Okay. Good job. Good job. In 1990, Coca-Cola ran a promotion titled Magic Cans. If you purchased a can of Coca-Cola in the month of May, 
you had a random chance of receiving a can without any soda at all, but a spring-operated contraption that would launch a dollar bill ranging from a value from $1 to $500. They wanted to ensure people couldn't guess the winning cans based on the weight, so they filled them with liquid made of water, chlorine, and ammonium sulfate that was supposed to that smelled so foul as to deter people from drinking it. Some people still drank the concoction and attempted to sue the company. Uh, what year was this? 1990. <laughs> the spring-loaded element makes me want to say fake, but the like let's put noxious chemicals in this so no one will drink it and people still drink it sounds real so i'm gonna say jinkies that is true it's a true story jesus (laughs) (laughs) wait 2000 sorry sorry sorry. no go ahead they (laughs) the money would shoot out (laughs) (laughs) yes it would shoot at your like at your face (laughs) every time like if you open a can you're like looking at the top (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's insane could you imagine like oh could you imagine like tipping it up to start drinking and like you open it as it's going like oh, it yeah. your mouth? you just like open it blindly and like pour it into a cup it's like oh my god <laughs> my cup is melting <laughs> and there's a hundred dollar bill in there too yeah <laughs> in 2011 a dr pepper truck turned over on a major thoroughfare in the greater washington dc area Products spilled out of the back of the truck and onto the highway. What proceeded what proceeded was a nine-car pileup in which 14 people were injured, but no one died. As an apology gift, Dr. Pepper sent all of the injured families a swag bag with a three-liter of soda, a Dr. Pepper-scented teddy bear, and a gift certificate for Kentucky Fried Chicken. According to the Washington Post, the recipients found the gesture insulting and pathetic. Yeah, I mean, wow. <laughs> If that's real, that's insane. Um, you said 2011? Yes. A Dr. Pepper truck turnover. And it was... That, the, the Dr. Pepper 3 liter and <laughs> scented teddy bear is insane to think about. Um, God. I'll say... Ugh, I'll say stinky. You're correct. I'm okay, great. Uh, this is my game. I'm doing great. In 2008, someone sued PepsiCo, claiming that he found a dead mouse in a can of Mountain Dew and became violently ill. In order to dispute the claims, Pepsi had to prove that Mountain Dew could completely dissolve a mouse, yeah. thereby disputing his claims. They had a veterinarian testify that a mouse suspended in the soda would be, quote, completely disintegrated after 30 days would actually become a more gelatinous substance. The case was settled out of court. So, here is something. I feel like I've heard this, but I thought I heard it that it was Coke. I've heard... I've, I, I have heard of the Coke thing being that it could, like, dissolve your tooth or something like that. Interesting. But so, yeah, I'll say, I'll say Jinkies, yeah. Yes, this one is true. This one yeah, is true. I definitely remember hearing, like, there's no way you could have found an animal because it would have melted. And it's yeah. like, uh oh. <laughs> Last one. Are you ready? Oh, man. Have gotten them all correct so far? I know. This is a lot of pressure. 
The events of September 11, 2001 shocked the world. Dr. Pepper wanted to cash in on this American tragedy by releasing a line of patriotically branded sodas. Their star-spangled boxes were decorated with the American flag, the Statue of Liberty, and the Pledge of Allegiance, with one important omission. They removed the words, under God, from the pledge, which caused a fervor from the very demographic they were attempting to target. The religious right demanded a boycott, but Dr. Pepper ultimately refused to pull the designs from store shelves. Wow, this one is crazy. <laughs> um, wow, wow, wow. It really has everything of like, uh, we're going to do this, but we're going to take out under God, which is really funny. Um, I'll say stinky, though. <laughs> That one is true, Colin. Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! I was so close. <laughs> that's insane. insane. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so that's funny. so funny. <laughs> that is like perfect. Like, yeah, we'll trick these idiots who are sad about 9 11 into buying your soda, but we'll take out Under God. <laughs> that's, yeah, it's yeah. just. It's just evicted. Um, okay, so all that we have left to do, Colin, is to rank this episode on our official tier list. So there are five tiers. I'll start from the bottom. From the bottom. Oh wait, wait hang on. I did. I did come up with different names. But do you remember the names that you what you suggested? I oh, called? I don't. <laughs> you were like, I should do re re he re. I mean, look, that's not bad. <laughs> it's like the worst an episode um, can get is a re. <laughs> but um, from the bottom, the worst absolute bottom of the barrel is the rut row tier. That's okay, the worst of the worst. Yeah. The, up from that is the Scooby Dumb tier, which is for episodes that are very bad, very stupid, but you could feasibly see a situation in which you might watch it again or something like that. You know, it, it, they do something right at some point during the episode. The middle of the road tier is the uh, Just Another Mystery tier, which is for ones that are, you know, don't do anything special, but don't do anything wrong. Up yeah. from that is the Groovy tier, which is for episodes we like a lot, but just aren't quite good enough to get into the absolute top tier, the Golden Scoob, which I'm sure we're going to put the gruesome game of the gator ghoul into right now what do you think colin golden scoop well, yes or no i don't think it is a golden scoop <laughs> um and you know in my head i'm like there's no way this is one of the worst episodes of scooby-doo like across every single episode they've ever produced right uh because like i am like you know it's an old cartoon there's gotta be like something offensive in the episodes like something like really terrible that just like Boy, doesn't age well at all. Yeah. Um, and then there's also got to be like, I imagine in like whatever weird like mid to late two thousands era, they're just like, it's trying to be too too much, and it's like, I could boy is there. My, yeah, I could picture myself being like, this is interminable, like to all of my sensibilities. So I feel like it is maybe. Too poetic to give it yeah. to Scooby Dumb, but I think it has. I to think be it's Scooby only Dumb. right. Yeah, yeah, it has to be Scooby Dumb. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, it simply must be. So far, 
you and Andy are the only two people who have picked episodes that are Scooby Dumb so far. No one has picked an absolute bottom of the barrel, but you two have the distinct pleasure of picking bad ones. So, have there been any that, uh, golden scoops yet? There's been a couple, a couple. Okay. Yeah. There's been one from the Scooby Doo show. So, wow. Like, it can, if the writing is good, then it can't be good. But the I feel like the theme song would prevent it from getting the golden scoop from me. But uh... personally, I, I kind of like the theme song. But wow. That's just me. That's just me. But it's a bop, you know? Come on. Yeah, yeah. Come on. I mean, I don't like it. I was like, <laughs> the, the classic is so great. And like, the classic is great. It's true. Um, it's true. There was one, I think it's like, What's New Scooby Doo? I remember also. Yeah. That's um, the pop punk one with Simple Plan. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and then this one, I was just like, ugh. So bad. <laughs> it's very 70s. Very 70s. It's like, no, thank you. And then also, like, the visuals that went along with that I didn't like. Like, the filing cabinet. <laughs> like, I want to see a, a spooky house, not a filing yeah, yeah. cabinet. <laughs> um, well, we made it. <clears throat> All that's left is for you to plug your stuff. Go ahead and tell the people where they can find you on social media and tell them about your podcast. Uh, yeah, I'm Clatchley on like all social media, you know, Twitter, Letterboxd, if that's your thing, C-L-A-T-C-H-L-E-Y. And then, you know, we mentioned it earlier, I do a podcast with some of the past guests that have been on here and some future guests, you know, hopefully, uh, called Can I Kick It, where we talk about film festival and film festival adjacent, like, goings on we do like mock juries we do uh drafts of film festival lineups hell yeah that's can i kick it can spelled like the film festival great podcast i highly recommend it thank you so much yes if you want to follow me you can follow me on twitter at the real brandine follow the show at heavy metal pod um, if you liked what you heard, then feel free to subscribe to the RSS feed. This is a weekly show, and it's different every week, covering different shows and everything. Um, and uh, once again, thank you to Colin Ashley for joining me this week. Thank you for listening, and remember to stay groovy. Oh,